Hello, and welcome to The Real Deal with Sean Matthews, and that's me, where we have real conversations with real people, entrepreneurs, and business owners alike. Today, I have a very special guest on, and he is also a friend, mentor, and I guess we, we click in the professional world as well um, with networking. And I'd love to introduce him today. His name is Charlie MacArthur, and he is an online transformational coach and consultant. He is also known as an exceptional leader of high-performance teams within organizations, an innovator when it comes to resolving internal conflict and blocks, and loves partnering with those people who have had to overcome adversity and who want to change the trajectory, trajectory of their future life. Previously, Charles was senior manager in the corporate world after fighting his way to the top of the trench from the trenches of commission-only sales. He spent time in Melbourne assisting people how to plan and invest for their retirement before moving back to the Gold Coast in 2003. Today, Charlie runs an online business uh, coaching program, especially for men going through dark or troubled times, often as a result of their own behavior and coaches them in behavioral change. His inspirational and motivational words and philosophy has enabled them, the men, to see what was real and how to manage the parts of their life's journey that challenged you. His clients are all over Australia and is quickly developing a very loyal following because, because of his non-nonsense approach to life change. I love that, Charlie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's um, good. We connect outside and with networks and everything like that. But uh, when I said, why don't you come on my podcast? It's, um, yeah, here we are. Here we are today. Here we go. <laughs> so, well, let's get started, Charlie. Um, now, you have a coaching and counseling um, business for men only. Can you mm. tell the listeners and the viewers how the story how you got started, and um, what brought you to where you are today. Yeah, no, fine, thanks. Um, well, look, essentially, uh, look, hospitality background, Sean. I, uh, I spent a lot of time in five-star hotels um, and eventually went travelling and, and lived in the UK for a few years in the, the late 90s, uh, and I got into, got into sales when I was uh, in the UK, and I thought it'd be nice to sort of jump out and try something different while I was travelling, but... Um, you know, got challenged by sales and, and really ended up on a uh, sort of path of personal development that led me all sorts of directions. Uh, and I came home just before the, the turn of the millennium uh, in 1999. Uh, and, and again, when I came back to Australia, got into sales. Uh, but it was in the year 2000 when I was first introduced to the field of NLP um, and really threw myself right into it and sort of studied that for two years. That improved my results. Um, and yeah, later worked in finance, so helping people with retirement planning. But the, the NLP skills, you know, you can apply them to so many different areas. Um, through circumstance, I ended up back in Queensland in, as I said, 2003, uh, and ended up going back into hospitality, funny enough, and spent the next 11 years uh, at working at one of the five-star properties here on the Gold Coast. So wow. uh, in 2018, I decided to leave and start a coaching business after uh, introducing a mentoring program into the hotel that I was in, uh, because I, I understood the value in having, you know, uh, having some, you know, role model uh, for some people to, you know, speed up their development. Um, and so at the end, end of 2018, I, I initially went out trying to 
coach hotel managers on how to run good room operations. Um, but yeah, found very, very few willing to open their doors up and, um, you know, have a, have a stranger come in to, uh, to look at how they were doing things. So um, yeah, so it was really a end of 2019, I sat there and I thought, you know, what are, what are Australia's big, big three problems? And, you know, one, one was domestic violence, one was uh, gambling and one was ice. Um, and I thought, look, you know, if I can use my skills to get out there and help those guys who, you know, are involved in, in domestic abuse, well, I'm not only helping them, I'm helping their partner and, and potentially helping the children as well. So um, put together an online program uh, during 2019 that kicked off last year. And towards the end of this year, it's, it's really just starting to grow some momentum. So um, the guys that I help are not specifically just, um, you know, uh, perpetrators of DV. It's, uh, it's quite a range of different guys with different issues. So it could be you know, guys with addictions, typically a lot of angry guys uh, that I help that, that where their inability to control their anger has, you know, resulted in a breakdown of their relationship or their marriage. Um, and guys with low self-worth who just want to, you know, try and put their, uh, put their lives back together. Uh, and a lot of the guys I help uh, are really just in that early signs of poor mental health, uh, overthinking things, uh, losing motivation, losing confidence, um, and that's sort of really how it all came about. Wow. Wow. Yes. It's so much, it's so needed at the moment. And it was so needed back then in 2019. And I think it's needed a lot more now when we're going well, through these changes. Totally. It's, I mean, um, with COVID, I mean, I'm constantly getting people saying, look, it's, you know, COVID's adding extra pressure to me and I'm stressed and I'm overthinking things. So, you know, what's happened in the last two years has, um, you know, really, really affected a lot of people, as you know. Yeah. Um, and men, you know, tend to overthink things uh, and overthink it. And, you know, I've looked, for example, I've got some, you know, professional drivers on my program, you know, and they can spend so much time in their vehicle alone. Mm. They can head off at the start of the day in a good mood, but, you know, it could be something like can't get through to their partner on a phone. And by the time they get back eight or 10 hours later, you know, they're wound up and, and ready to bite somebody's head off. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so really what I'm teaching is, is skills, uh, and concepts that really empower men to, you know, how to think about things in a, in a way that helps them rather than, you know, looking for the dirt. Cause you know, if you, if you look for dirt, you'll find it. Yeah. Um, but if, you know, so it's, it's, it's giving them um, some empowerment to, as I said, choose productive thoughts, which move them forward. Mm, mm, which is much needed. As you said, I'm wondering, um, Actually, you said a lot of them are professional drivers, so they're at in their car or truck or wherever, whatever they're driving. Um, and my my curiosity around that is they're always by themselves, so they do overthink a lot. How do well, you help them get the get from a really not you know an overwhelmed overthinking state to a I'm okay state? Yeah, no, great question. Well, look, essentially with my program, it's delivered online. So when someone enrolls in the program, I send out, you know, logins to it. So the good thing is they can do it on tablet, PC or, um, you know, or, or a mobile phone. Mm-hmm. Um, they can dial into that any time of day. You know, I've uh, done a lot of work, obviously, over the last two years, you know, preparing content for the program. And that could be, you know, online videos, PowerPoint presentations where I'm speaking over it. Uh, but just, you know, also bringing in concepts from hypnosis as well. Mm-hmm. Um Within the program as well, there's, for example, my starter program, there's six hypnotic inductions. Now, I'd strongly suggest it and make big warnings. If you're operating a vehicle, don't 
go and do any of the hypnotic inductions. That's something yes. for when you get home. Yeah, um, but within that, you know, for example, when someone first joins the program, one of the first hypnotic inductions is about accepting change. Mm. Because if things have got to the point where they're so bad that they've decided to do something about it, you know, it, it is time to accept that we're going to go a new direction. So I think the hypnotic inductions that I've built within the program sort of line up their, their conscious thinking, uh, which, you know, obviously the, the modules that they work through, they do consciously. Uh, but there's some hypnotic inductions that they can do at the end of the day, which complements what they're learning. But, you know, you asked about the, the drivers. I mean, look, I've got a few drivers on the program. Uh, it's not mainly drivers, but one thing that I learned so much more when I started working with some of these guys was just the, the solitude and the, the isolation that some of these guys experience yeah. that unless you, unless you're sort of doing that job or you you've got someone close to you that does that job, Hmm. Um, you know, the, the opportunity to overthink things is, is huge. So to answer your question, for, for a lot of those guys that are drivers, I make sure that I, I, I give them a whole page of links to podcasts, um, to YouTube videos, and, and really instead of them sitting there overthinking it and getting worked up, yeah. they can actually have some, some other clear sense thinking and, and, and productive thoughts go into it and it's something they can listen to because if they're listening, uh, they're taking in new information and that just balances up the amount of time, which, oh, which has been really beneficial. But I often say to the drivers, you know, what are you listening to? And it's like yes. uh, the radio or it's like, well, how about we be a little bit more selective on, you know, what we have going through our ears. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I recommend speakers like Jim Rohn or Jordan Peterson or, um, you know, any range, you know, Simon Sinek. I mean, the, the, the you know, the, the speakers that are out there on YouTube that can provide, you know, really good things to think about uh, are endless, really. So, you know, I've put together a whole lot of links, send that to them, and I said, well, why don't you play this uh, while you're driving today? And when I speak to those guys at the end of the day, you could really notice the, you know, more grounded, um, sometimes excited about a new concept that they got today. Um, but, yeah, yeah, just sitting in your truck is, is probably not the best. Yes. Yeah, well, that's amazing. So you've given them a lot of tools to work towards, um, and do you yeah. find these men go do and do their things that you tell them to do, or is it? Yeah, that's a good question. Look, put it this way: I, I, what's really important when someone enrolls is that you know I've got a, even a, like a video within the start of the program talking about mindset, you know, and, and a really good way to approach the program, you know, and and particularly when someone's in that first month while they're really seeing the scope of the program and what's involved and how much uh, how much learning there is ahead of them. You know, I really encourage them to, to get on the phone and use me as a resource, as a sounding board. And, and let's start with high communication in that first month, um, because the, the ones that get the best results are the ones that are attending, you know, my weekly Q&As, getting on the phone when something's happened just to, to touch base. And then we can sort of work through any particular issue going on in their life. Uh, and inevitably, inevitably that, that tends to work out better when they've got some support. Uh, and even you know, a lot of these guys are out there and they don't have anyone to turn to. Mm. And, and just to have a sounding board to share their thoughts and, uh, and have someone to listen, you know, makes a really big difference for them. So, um, but yeah, look, it's really rewarding, especially when you see someone who's, um, yeah, look, there's no question. I, I deal with guys that are close to the edge of, of, of deciding to end it all sometimes. Um, so when you can give, you know, you turn on the light for some of these guys to realize that, look, you know, you look, it even happened this morning, to be honest, uh, Sean, I was speaking to a guy and, uh, he's split up with his partner, there's kids involved. Um, and he's, 
and it, the, there's, a, there's two children in the family. Uh, he's not the father for either of them, yeah. but he's out there trying to be a good father figure or a good role model, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the 10-year-old's out of control. Uh, and unfortunately, blood's thicker than water. Mum yeah. has ultimately sided with the, the boy um, because yeah, he's um, trying to play that balancing act between being a good partner mm-hmm. and being a good father figure to her, um, to her child. I mean, there's no manuals out there on how to do this. No, um, no. there's you know, no so manual they, on how to do life, is it? Yeah, that's true. So, um, but yeah, it's like I can't go on with I can't go on like this. And it's like, well, I understand how you feel, and and let's not confuse how you feel with how reality is. And that is, of course, you can go on, um, you know. But um, you know, you need to have resources available to you. Let's not confuse, you know, how you feel with with reality. Um, I know it's intense at the moment, but um, you know, and I think as a coach, one of the best things you can do is to, you know install some self-belief in people mm-hmm. you know if they're not feeling that if uh, there's any future or there's any light at the end of the tunnel mm. that's when people start shutting down and deciding to do nothing about their situation so um I totally, yeah, I totally really... agree yeah yep. definitely i totally agree with you there charlie you know we especially in these these times and people are going through stress with their families and business mm. and losing jobs and things Indeed. like that it's um they just need that encouragement from a non-biased person really and exactly and, and sometimes do, it's, right yeah and sometimes it's just a, a fresh voice and yeah. it's just like well wow you know because a lot of the a lot of the work that i do is is of an evening time mm-hmm. because i run i run facebook ads yeah. uh, you know there's an image and a picture there and, and for example the one i'm running at the moment is you know how to stay cool calm and collected you know under any situation oh yeah and you know yeah. instead of i mean i used to send people to a webinar nowadays i just open up a chat session and, you know, on the Facebook ad, instead of learn more where we go to a, a landing page, it's chat now. Yeah. And so a lot of guys out there, I mean, us guys are often now people and we want answers quickly. Yes. So a lot of people click the button and then that opens a chat. Uh, and obviously most of this happens of an evening time. Yeah. And so it pops up a, 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 a you know, pre-programmed question. So Sean, are you going through a bit of a rough patch at the moment? Mm. And the guys respond, yes, I am. So then I'll come in from that point and go, well, well so Sean, what's the, what's the nature of the rough patch? Hmm. And then they'll start opening up. And so that's a, a good way uh, for a lot of these guys to foray into the area of getting help because there's still so much stigma around for some guys about mental health, about, you know, looking at your own issues. You know, are you, um, you know, it's the old, you know, be tough and suck it up and, you know, teaspoon of cement you- and yeah. So how do you, you come across that? You obviously come across that. So how is it that you go from online to having a conversation on the phone with these men that great don't question. really ask for help? Because men yeah, great, don't really great, ask great. for help, do they? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so look, it's, it's again, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, again, it's about trying to build some sort of rapport through the chat yeah. and, and to ask, you know, some good questions mm-hmm. that are not common questions, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, and all of a sudden, that sort of sends a message that oh, this guy might be a little have a little bit more depth yeah. uh, than other people that I was, you know, like a counsellor or, or or what have you. So, yeah. um, but it's about having a chat, and I'll, I'll feel them when I get to the point where either I can see, I can hear that they're really in a bad way, mm-hmm. and then I'll just pop the question, "Hey, mate, you don't sound good at the moment. Do you want to jump on a call?" Um, and my preference is just to jump on a Zoom call because then yeah. they can see me, I can see them, and 
you know, can start to see uh, some of their body language as well. But of course, not everybody is is comfortable with the Zoom. Yes. And so I'll just say, look, doesn't matter, mate. If you just want to jump on a phone call, that, that that's fine. Because uh-huh. at least I'm in a better position to uh, to build rapport on the phone, even if it's not on Zoom. Uh-huh. Uh, the good thing with Zoom is I can share my screen and show them something that that might just make the difference. So, but uh, look, it's just about trying to have that level of rapport and then posing the question, hey, mate, do you want to jump on a call and talk about it? Um, but even then, you still get people that say, oh, look, I'm, I'm not really comfortable, you know, talking about my issues with strangers. In which case, I'll say, look, just like my page for now, um, you know, follow what I post and you might feel a little bit more comfortable in a few weeks. But oh. look after yourself. Know that I'm here if you want to chat. Mm. Um, you can't force it. I mean, anyone oh. who's, who's forces, they'll push back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just got to be an invitation. And, and if you can present yourself as someone that, um, you know, may have a different angle on things uh, yeah. and if they can see some value, then they'll start to engage. Amazing. I love all that. Mm. That's fantastic. It's I love what you do, Charlie, and especially for men. And and it's really hard. I mean, I worked with DV men in the drug and alcohol space, and I found find it quite challenging. I do work with women now, but um, I I love what you do in the fact that you don't discriminate against men that have had a hard time and maybe a hard upbringing. Or, oh, look, totally. You know, and so, DV, yes. Mm. So often, Sean, it's 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 guys that have come from dysfunctional families where it was happening, you know, and, and you know, for example, if you get someone who's evolved in DV, and I, I often say, so um, where did you learn this? Where did you learn all this? Mm. And they go, what? And I said, well, you weren't born angry and abusive. At some stage you are exposed to it. Mm. So do you know where that was? And I go, oh, yeah, the old man or, you know, spent a lot of time watching my dad beat up mum or something like that. And I said, well, okay, understand this. That bit is not your fault. Right. You know, some people got you know, when they dealt out the cards for life, some people got a good hand. Uh, and unfortunately, some didn't. I said, the fact is, you're still in the game. OK, but you've got to realize this. If, if it's not your fault that you are exposed to those sort of things. But if you do nothing about it now. Then you can start taking responsibility for doing nothing for it. But, you know, so I, I put it to you, mate, don't be too hard on yourself because, you know, the cards that you got dealt exposed you to this sort of a you know, of abuse, and this is where you unconsciously learnt it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because they, they'll see something at eight years old, um, you know, at the time, their conscious mind's going, gee, look out, dad's, dad's angry. Yeah. But unconsciously, they sort of, okay, well, okay, well, that's the point. Okay, when mum throws something at dad, okay, that's when you can explode. Yeah. Or, you know, when mum's angry, well, that's when I can get angry. And, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the less, they're the trigger points that get set at a really young age. And that can sit all dormant for 20 years. Mm. And then the guy finds himself in a similar situation to what he saw as an eight-year-old. Mm. And then bang, like a, a, a reaction comes and the guy's sitting there going, what happened? Like, yeah. that's not me. Like, and then, yeah. you know, then the consequences of what's happened start to kick in, whether it's a, a split or a separation. Um, you know, what I've, what I've noticed is, it, it, you know, so many issues, if they just had some clear thinking and, and clear direction, and reminding about a few things, uh, they could easily work their way through it. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, I enjoy what I do. It's, it's very rewarding when, you know, people email back and say, hey, you know, your ideas made a difference to me and, and, and I'm moving to a better place now. Um, you know, because out of the guys that all the chats that I have to the people that may go through and join my program, I mean, it's probably, you know, maybe 60 or 70 to one. 
Yeah, right. So there's a lot of guys out there still resistant to, you know, invest some time, money, and energy into into sorting it out. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys out there just shopping around for a quick answer. Mm. Uh, and a lot of those guys, that might be all they need to get moving in the right direction. But um, look, I, you know, people often question. So, you know, does this cost for you know to have this chat? I'm like, <laughs> no, this is how I operate. You know, jump on here. I've got links. I've got some, you know, slides and stuff that I might be able to share with you. You know, I've got old versions of my previous webinars, you know, ready to just click, have a look at that one, mate, see if that makes a difference and then come back to me with your thoughts. And so with that, they'll go off and, and watch a 45-minute, you know, pre-recorded webinar that I've done last year or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I'll follow up in a couple of days. You know, how did you go with the webinar? So, oh, mate, that was really, really good. And so then I might, you know, send another resource for them. And, and it's through sending these resources that they start to get a little bit more comfortable about how I roll and, and, and what I'm all about. And that might be the time then when we can get on the phone, um, you know, and have a really good chat about, look, you know, I can share stuff online for you, but, you know, if you really want to make a big change, you know, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about a way to do that. Mm. Great. So you give a lot of value to your customers before you yep. even do the program, which totally. I think is very beneficial for everyone. Yeah, Coming look, it's, it's, you know, some people are saying, well, you know, you, in a way, it, you know, are you wasting your time being so free with all your all the stuff you've got to share? And look, at the end of the day, if I can help a guy during the chat yeah. and he comes back and says, mate, that was fantastic. I think I, you know, move in the right direction. You know, when one of his mates might be going through some, some you know, mental health issues or having mm. anger issues, well, these are the ones that are saying, look, mate, go and see this guy. Uh, he really helped me. And, and that's sort of how, you know, organically I'm sort of trying to build this, the awareness of the program. Amazing. I, I love mm. all of that. So that actually comes to my next question is what gives you the actual drive to keep going and help all these men? Is it your your past with DV or do you have a past? Yeah, with DV not at all. Yeah, no. I mean, something? look, I'm actually an adopted child. Sean, I actually, yeah. you know, I've got brother and sister. All three of us are adopted. Grew up in country Victoria. My father was a pharmacist. Yeah. Very, you know, church going folk and, and very balanced, balanced childhood. Um, I think, you know, I thought about this a couple of weeks ago, actually. And I thought, you know, if, you know, things could have easily worked out differently for me. You know, I think of myself as really lucky that, you know, I ended up going where I went um, because fate and circumstances can just have such a big impact. And I think where it's coming from me is I see so many guys that, you know, they're forming beliefs in their head, you know, often at a young age uh -huh. that they're still living by. And it's like, well, hang on, just go back and check on that one. Is that, does that still apply? I mean, I've got a good friend of mine and, and, He's 39, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he picked up a belief in, in uh, high school that you shouldn't have to deal, and I'll say idiots, yep. shouldn't have to deal with idiots, right? And so yep. he's avoided idiots for a long time. But unfortunately, he's a manager in a business now. He's in accounting. Like he's a finance manager. Okay. He's got some staff through from all, from all descriptions. Yeah, are idiots. Yeah. But he needs to manage them. But because of this belief that I shouldn't have to deal with idiots, He's not managing him, and that's putting his own job in jeopardy. Jeopardy, if you know yeah. what I mean. And, and it's yeah. like, well, Dave, um, sorry, I didn't mean to mention his name, um, mate. Don't you think that this this belief that you picked up at age fifteen is is it's now obsolete, mate? Yeah. 
Mm. You know, the fact is there's too many idiots in the world to avoid them. Mm. You need to learn how to deal with them. Mm. Um, and so and now he's starting to manage his staff better, which ultimately, you know, hopefully saves his own job because he wasn't managing his staff. But I don't know where the job, the drive comes from, Sean. I don't know. I think it's just, I think when you, you know, if you work in service for a long time in hospitality, you know, you want to, you know, you, you like helping people. That's built into your into your genes, I think. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> and so for me, it's look, it's a different way of helping people now instead of making sure they've got a room upgrade when they come to a five-star hotel. Mm. Um, you know, this has got more substance to it. And, and I think that's the reason why I chose this, you know, this field because I, I, you know, helping hotel managers uh, when I first started my coaching business, I mean, I remember sitting there going, what, is that going to make the world a better place? No, all that's going to do is put a, a bonus into the pocket of a manager. Yes. You know, and, and I'll, yeah, you know, send them an invoice. Uh, I need something more to get me out of bed, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I jumped on here this morning and all of a sudden there's a chat. Normally they come in in the afternoon, but here's a guy first thing in the morning. Yeah. You're going through a bit of a rough patch, Ben. Mm. Yeah, I am. And so for the last hour I've been chatting to Ben, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to empower him to, to think about things a little bit differently. I mean, mm-hmm. hence the name of the program, you know, Change Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, amazing. That's fantastic. And I love everything you just said, but I can totally relate to the hospitality part because I worked in travel and I started my business as well because I wanted to help more people and make more of an impact and, and be yeah. have more substance, as you said. And that's amazing, you know, and, and I love that you're doing it all for men because there, need, there needs to be more men doing it for men. Oh, because don't get me wrong. Can, I, I get it. I get it. You, you know? Yeah. I, I get attacked though quite a lot. I mean, I get uh, misunderstood quite a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I could because I could run an ad and I'll give you an example. Like there's an ad that I'm running at the moment where it's just a silhouette of a couple arguing. Uh-huh. And the silhouette, it's got the, the lady's pointing at the man and the man's like sort of almost like he's defending himself or he's about to hit back or something. But it's just a silhouette. It's just an image. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, some guys who, you know, have gone through some trouble, at some stage, they see this and like a guy attacked me the other day. So, oh, right. So you're, you know, I don't agree with all this. This is so degrading. You're taking away the voice of men. And, you know, and I'm just like, oh, my God. So wow. politely, yeah, I mean, you've got to go back. Yeah, you got to go back and say, well, mate, before you jump the gun, have a look at the front page of the, the page and, and maybe consider a little bit about what I do. Um, you're so far off the money. It's not funny. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm empowering men to. You know, when I say, well, you tell me, but do you think there should be more angry men in the world? Or would the world be better with less? Mm. Well, that's what the ad's about, mate. So if you've got anger under control, good luck to you. The ad wasn't for you. You The problem is there are so many guys that lose their shit, uh, go unresourceful, uh, punch holes in walls, get abusive, hit people, um, you know, and, and look. Less of those in the world, uh, the world would be a better place. And, you know, then the question comes, all right, so why don't you do a program for women? Ah, don't worry. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, I, I say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I love, well, uh, mate, for a start, I run a coaching and consulting business, which is totally geared towards helping men. My skills are better, a better value for men. Yeah. You know, women would probably get more value uh, out of a, a women's coach or someone whose skills are, are more suited to them. Uh-huh. You know, at the end of the day, as a, as a men's coach, I've got to have a bit of ticker and a bit of substance about myself because, you know, I've got to be able to sit there and, and call these guys out on, on the bullshit. 
when they, they serve it up. And I just go, that's incorrect, buddy. Like, pull your head in. You know, I've had, you know, I've had guys screaming down the phone at me, clients that weren't happy about what I said, but they needed to hear what I had to say. Yeah, and you- the next morning, it's, yeah, sorry, mate. And yeah. I'm like, that's cool, mate. We good? Yeah. All right, let's keep moving forward. Exactly. You know, because, look, they all, you know, not all, but, you know, some guys just still lose it, even though they're working through it. You know, I can see the improvement as well. Um, but, you know, occasionally they still lose it. It's like, okay, we've, we've, we've taken 10 steps forward. You've had a step back. Okay, let's not throw it all away. Let's, let's keep moving forward again. So I think just having that level of support and encouragement and I'm not going to beat down on these guys, but uh, I'm going to call it for what it is. Oh, um, you're going to challenge them, aren't you? You're well, they, they need to be, some guys need to be, some guys need to be challenged. I mean, the other thing is, Sean. I mean, if you took out, the, you know, the whole group of guys that do DV, mm. you know, I'm I'm looking for a, a small slither of those mm-hmm. that want to change, that know what they do is wrong, yes. that want to be better versions of themselves, mm. who who do feel remorse when they wake up the next day after they've been out on the drink and and come home and been abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the sad fact is there's a bunch of guys out there that don't it's see it as an issue, mm-hmm. you know. So, look, it's, it's I'd love to, love to talk to them all, but, you know, let's try and help these guys that, that want to be better versions of themselves, are mm-hmm. willing to uh, do the work involved to do it, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get a good result. And, and, look, at the end of the day, as a coach, you've got to really, you can't help everybody, mm-hmm. um, you know, just your style is not going to fit with everybody for a start. Um, yes. You know, I can be quite blunt sometimes and, you know, oh, geez, if that offended you, maybe I'm not your coach. Uh, maybe go to, maybe go to someone else. Um, yeah. It's like when you put stuff up online, you know, it's like, you know, the inevitably there'll be people that go, oh, this guy's full of it. But there'll oh, be yeah. other guys going, oh, I like this guy. He's, yeah. He makes a bit of sense. Yeah. So like yeah. for the sake of it, you've got to put it out there because we're, we're trying to find those guys that, uh, see some value in what you're saying, so to speak. That's it. And you, and as you said, you, it's not that you're helping everyone, you're ha- helping that little small area of the men that want to change. So I'd yep. love to just leave you with one more question because we're wrapping mm-hmm. up now and we're That's running right. out of time. Is that if you, if somebody was listening to this for the last half an hour, what would you like them to get out of? Oh, look, I think, you know, I mean, we, as a coach, we often talk about values, beliefs, behaviours and all those sort of things. Uh, look, I think if there's anything, I think the most important thing is to have belief. Have belief that you can improve yourself, that you can come through this, that, you know, that you can, you can change and you can, you can have an enjoyable life in the future because if you don't have that belief, uh, you're just not going to try. So I probably think that's the, because, you know, with the belief comes the, the willingness to search mm-hmm. and, and the willingness to talk to somebody or the willingness to chat. But if, mm-hmm. they, if they don't believe, um, they're just going to sort of sit there and, and, and not move forward. So, uh, yeah, so if anyone's listening, believe, folks, believe and then do something about it. Amazing. I love that. I'm going to leave it there, Charlie. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for the opportunity, for Sean. That's my pleasure. Great, it's great, been great to, uh, great it's to been come Amazing. On. Charlie MacArthur, everyone, and you're listening to The Real Deal with Sean Matthews, where we have real conversations with real people. Remember to like, subscribe on the YouTube, and uh, follow me and all these business owners that I'm interviewing. Thanks again, Charlie. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye now.